Understanding CBD, brought to you by Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. Baltimore is listening. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Time now for Understanding CBD, brought to you by Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. Here's Max and Steven. Understanding CBD. Welcome in to Understanding CBD. Thank you very much for tuning in today. Uh, brought to you by Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. Please stop by maxandstevens.com and pick up a bottle or call 443-743-2444. They're always happy to help. And when I say they are, I mean me and Max. Hello there, Max Sobel. Good day, Stephen Robert. <laughs> thank you, buddy. Uh, thank you very much. A general reminder to everyone not to take any information we talk about on the show as professional medical or legal advice. Yeah, that's you know? right. The only thing I'm going to say is buy Bitcoin. <laughs> that's right. Not financial advice either. Never. Okay, we got to get that disclosure here, too. Uh, we are live in the studios today, this beautiful Sunday. Uh, if you would like to call in for any of our guests or have any comments or questions for us, the phone number to call is 410 410- Nine two two six six eight zero. Our engineer Noah is in the booth taking calls. He's happy to help you, and um, all that's good. Now, if you can't make it to the radio or don't have an AM radio for some reason, you can also listen to it on your smartphone or a computer, right, Max? That's right. And on your smartphone, you can listen to, to some of the podcasts if you have any podcast software. But if you want to listen to this show live, hop on understandingcbd.com and kick, click on the button that says Listen Live. You can also catch uh, our video episodes on here because we do record this on video on that same website. Yeah, and you can click that link and it'll take you to YouTube. If you um, go on YouTube, watch our uh, go to our channel. It's understandingcbd.com or understandingcbd. Click like, subscribe, share, hit the notification bell. It it lets people know that it's good information and it's something that they should listen to. Indeed, sir. You indeed, know, indeed. great song selection, Max. Tell us about it. Thank you, brother. That's Duran Duran. Hungry Like the Wolf, I Can't Wait Till Lunchtime, 1982. <laughs> Noah, you might need to kick up the volume in my earphones a little bit. Duran, Duran. I hear you well, Max. Okay, that much, that's much better. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Yeah, Duran, Duran, right? Remember that's, that? That's a, that's a nice one from the 80s. Remember cruising the halls of Pikesville <laughs> High School, you know, circa what, 1989 Yeah, I think you were you had your Z Cavaricis on, and uh, I'm pretty you, were, sure, you were pretty styling. And I'm pretty sure you had your jeans rolled up, if I remember correctly. <laughs> I, I, I used to peg my jeans back in the day. Now oh, I'm man. blushing, Max. Um, 
But uh, yeah, good song selection. I like it. And if, if everybody knows that all these songs, you can also listen to on Spotify. We have a playlist there. So it's um, uh, Understanding CBD on Spotify. And then you can listen to, I don't know how many songs we got there now. But There's probably about 50 something songs. Did you know that today is uh, National Pet Day? You know, I did know that, and I'm glad you bring that up because that's actually what our main topic is about today. But you know it's strange, Max? When I mention to people that they can use our CBD drops on their pets, they get all confused. I don't, I don't you know. know that I blame them because it's not. I mean, it's not like you're going to give your prescriptions to your dog. You know? Yeah, and that's a point. That's that's a good point, and something we definitely want to differentiate is uh, our CBD drops is is not um, concocted in a lab by a scientist. It's a plant from Mother Nature, and we formulate it. Um, just as Mother Nature didn't get that in the bottle, because what we say is in the bottle is in the bottle. That's right. That's what we say. Pets have also endocannabinoid systems. Did you know that? Oh, man, you're, you're filled with information today. I'm filled with it. We, we <laughs> love our pets. We know they have endocannabinoid systems. We've even had some episodes around pets. Do you remember when we had uh, Shorty Rossi on? I think it was episode 42. Yes. Oh, Shorty, man, that's your buddy. That's my buddy, Shorty. And we yeah. got a topic coming up later in the show. You talked to him last week. I can't wait to hear about that conversation. Yeah, I'm going to update everybody about Shorty. Um, we also had Dr. Raymond Meyer. She was on episode 55, so take a look at that. Uh, she's a naturopathic veterinarian uh-huh. and really helpful tips on not only um, you know CBD in general, but just a natural way of, of handling pets. So um, that's really the, the idea that we're talking about today. But um, uh, let me get into what we're happen, happening on the show today. We do have Doc G back in his corner. We have another special guest um, today that's going to help us uh, understand a little bit more about taking care of furry friends and our furry friends, especially in need. Um, following that, we'll pull questions out of our mail sack. Russell, Russell. And um, more information there. But before we do uh, get to all that goodness, I want to introduce a very special guest of ours. He's been on the show before, Eric Stamper from Veterans Initiative 22. Um, he's got an inside scoop on an event he's planning for uh, 420. So, uh, Eric, are you on the line? I'm on the line. Hey, my brother. How are you? Good to talk to you today. It's so great to be back with you guys at Understanding CBD, Max and Stevens. What's up, you guys man? are rocking. Episode 59, you guys are hungry like the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> we are, man. Well, we appreciate it, man. And guys like you inspire us because you're out there every day, um, not only fighting for the plant and cannabis, but also um, you know, everything that's very near and dear to us, which is our veterans. So tell us what you have happening um, to support veterans this 420. I know you got an exciting well, event coming up. Well, thank you for letting me talk a little bit. Uh, I remember being back with you guys on episode 22, so it's good to be back again talking about Veterans Initiative 22. Um, so great news, folks, here in Maryland. We've got our first ever Veterans Cannabis and Comedy Show on 420. Uh, first of its kind here in Maryland. We are so excited to be sponsored and hosted by no other than the American Legion themselves. So down at uh, Post 332 in Halethorpe, uh, on 420, we'll have our first Veterans yeah. Cannabis and Comedy Show. And so we're honored to present uh, the show. It's the first of its kind again. Uh, we invite everybody out to come and attend this humorous event that is sure to make you laugh. Uh, really, this is about taking care of our veterans. And great news, I want to add, we just learned today that our number one sponsor, Natural Options for Wellness, Cindy, you're amazing. She made it free for all veterans. So uh, let me tell you the details real quick. From 6 to 9 p.m. on 420, we'll be located at the Southwest American Legion Post 332. That's down on Virginia Avenue in Salesforce. Current cost is $22 per ticket. You know what? We talk about 22. We're losing 22 lives a day because of PTSD. Cannabis is a lifesaver. 
So the cost is to the general public, $22. We invite you to come out, sign up. We've got it on Eventbrite. We'll do sales at the door. Veterans are free, so keep that in mind, vets. Come on out. Um, so we got a great lineup of some um, comedians from the local and D.C. area. Our master of ceremonies, Ken Jones, will take us on a comedy tour with talent like comedian Woo Woo, Snoo Erky, Will Wright, and Zach Pickett. Um, some great comedians. And so something really important about this event. Why are we putting on this event? Well, first of all, humor in uniform is the best medicine. Uh, you know, there's a lot of ways we can help prevent suicide and reduce those numbers, and humor is one way through it. So what are we doing with this event? Well, we are creating a brand-new Compassion Care Fund, and we're calling this the Maryland Veterans Compassion Care Fund. This is going to help pay for medical expenses for our veterans to do their evaluations, re-evaluations. Um, any money that's maintained as we continue will we'll fund a policy to support the payment of medical cannabis for our veterans that can't afford it. As you know, the VA... They don't like us talking about cannabis, <laughs> so we got to do what we can, you know. That's right. That's right. That's right, guys. And and we want you to support. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there. I'm sorry. But um, I want to make sure that our listeners understand this. Make sure you support Eric and what's happening on the vet. Where can they go to get more information and follow up with you? Sure. Right now, so we got it out there on Eventbrite under Veterans Cannabis and Comedy Show. Uh, we're also um, putting it out there on Facebook, so you can look us up on our Veterans Initiative 22. Um, you, you'll see our data out there. We're starting to land some great sponsors and vendors. Um, right now we're shooting for 22 vendors. We've got about 11 so far. We've got some food trucks coming, some great food with uh, amazing, delicious meals. Uh, we've got demonstrations for glass blowing from Dink Dink Glass. We got Cannabis Queen RX. We got Lit Rolling Smoke Barbecue, Paparazzi, Tour Peace CBD, Green Panther Chef, Chesapeake Food Works. <laughs> believe, and well, I hope to get you guys out there if you're not detained elsewhere. Nice, I appreciate it. Well, everyone, if you um, follow up with Eric, please uh, get to the event. Make sure you support our, our veterans out there. It's very important. Eric, thanks for calling in today, man. We love you and uh, keep doing what you're doing. Thanks we appreciate for your service, that. Eric. Too. Um, we also want to get to our special guest today. We had a little uh, phone trouble there, but Noah got it worked out. Um, Max, tell us about Kate. Yeah, so big honor to introduce our special guest today, Kate Pica. So Kate's a longtime animal welfare advocate. She currently works as the marketing PR director for the Baltimore Humane Society. Um, uh, Kate's worked in pet rescues in, in a lot of states, Louisiana, Alabama, and sounds like the Kangaroo Conservation Center in Georgia. Very, very cool. Um, and now with her husband, Chris, they consider Baltimore home. She, she, she let us know that. So, Kate, a very warm welcome to you to Understanding CBD. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate this. Awesome. Well, yeah, we're glad to have you here. And I wanted to ask you really to start out with, you know, people don't get into the pet care or helping pets and animals because it's the money. Um, you know, what what drove you to get into this career in um, helping animals? Actually, it started out when I was 10 years old with a woman named Bertie Powell. And she was a neighbor that lived down the street and she volunteered for an animal rescue organization as well as a nature center. And she used to bring home like orphaned raccoons and skunks and possums as well as taking animals that had been abused and actually working with them to get them to a point where they could go back into a home. And when I met her, my whole world changed. I spent every waking moment I possibly could with her. And she was probably the biggest influence on my life. If I had known that I could do this coming out of college, 
I actually would have gone straight into this, but it's not really a known fact. Um, and I ended up, up starting out in the hospitality industry. But Bertie Powell, above and beyond, I actually touched base with her um, son years later. I did the old home tour and went and visited some of the places. And I knocked on the door and I asked if I could just go in the backyard because I had some great memories. And it turned out that the person that then owned the house was her son. And she had passed away. And mm. he was brought to tears when I told him the story of the influence that she had on my life. And he remembered me. Yeah. It was really cool. A little birdie told you. Yep. Quite literally. Yeah. Yeah. Question for you, Kate. What's the most yeah. rewarding thing about working with these animals? I can guess. Um, seeing an animal come in kind of like broken, disheartened, and scared and watching them progress to the point where we see them go home with a new family and the... You, you, we also have a great Facebook page. It's a BHS alumni page. It's private just for alumni where they can share their stories and they can share updates and pictures. And I take some of those and I put them on our main social media, but it's so nice to see those. And you just cross your fingers because you just never know if it's all going to work out. And it's just the most beautiful thing to see. That and the people I work for. I couldn't have picked a more compassionate, wonderful group of people to work for. That's beautiful, Kate. And it gives me a warm feeling. And, and I'm glad we have you on the show today. Um, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to get more information about Kate, what she's doing for pets in Baltimore. So you're not going to want to miss this episode for sure. Stay tuned. Stay hungry. more of Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Understanding CBD, sponsored by Max and Stevens. Hello, Max Sobel. Hello, Steve Obama. What a beautiful song. She opened my eyes to that artist. It's uh, Leon Bridges. How about that? That's right. We're here with Kate Pika from the Baltimore Humane Society. How are you doing there, Kate? I'm doing great. That's beautiful song selection, too. We appreciate that. And that's also going to be on the the uh, playlist on our Spotify playlist. Um, I wanted to ask you, we got uh, a a lot of questions for you, so we want to make sure we get through this. But besides pet adoptions, because a lot of people only think that um, that's what the Baltimore Humane Society does, what else do you guys do there besides uh, pet adoptions? Um, Surprisingly, we do a lot more than pet adoptions. We have a uh, low-cost and no-cost spay, neuter, and wellness clinic. 
Um, we also offer TNR services, so people that are taking care of a feral cat or a traffic cat, um, we will be happy to take care of making sure that that cat is spayed or neutered and is also microchipped. Um, we have a full pet cemetery with cremation and burial services. We also have an officiant who will do a service for a family um, for their pet, and we do monthly grief support as well as one-on-one -on -one grief support when, when people are in need. Um, we, we have our Be More Kind food bank, which right now is just through the roof, roof helping people this past year with the pandemic. You know, the best thing that you can do for a pet is if someone has got some temporary financial stress and they just need some help with food, we help them out with that on a monthly basis for up to five dogs and is it five cats and three dogs per household. Um, and they can pick up food once a month. Um, we make sure that those animals then get to stay in a home instead of ending up in a shelter, which shelters aren't a bad place, but for the emotional health of both the the owners and the pets, at home is the best place to be. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. And a question for you, um, for the adoption process and where the animals come from, um, do you charge to take pets in? And if someone is having a hard time and they want to get rid of their pets, can you shed some light on that? Um if someone really is in a situation, and I talked to someone yesterday, and it was heartbreaking. It was a woman who was going through a divorce, but unfortunately, she had to give up her two cats because the only place that she could find to go, she she could not take them with her. And she was absolutely sobbing as she was waiting. And, you know, I never judge because you have no idea what someone's life is like. But regardless of the situation, what we ask is that people give us a call. Um, everything that we do right now, of course, is done by appointment only, but intakes are always done by appointment because we want to be able to take the time. And what we're going to ask you to do is we're going to ask you to bring not only the pets, but also any vet records, everything you can tell us about it so that we can better place that animal in a new home. And yes, there is a fee. Um, they're listed on our website, and I'm going to try to remember all of them because um, I think I actually made a sticky note. Um, for small animals and for like rabbits and guinea pigs, it, the fee is anywhere from 15 to six. I think it's sixty dollars, or no, it's actually thirty dollars. And wow, so it's not things, just dogs and cats. You also take smaller animals. We do. We actually are one of a few shelters in the area that do. But for um, let's say that it's a dog or a puppy, it's um, going to matter on whether or not it is neutered or unneutered, because that's an additional cost for us. So it's going to be either $50 or $85 to take that animal in. And what we want people to realize is that the what we charge for someone to, to actually take that animal from them is that we have no idea how long that animal is going to be with us. It's going to be examined. It's going to be vaccinated. It's going to be spayed or neutered if it needs to be. It's going to be microchipped. And then it's just the daily care. I mean, we are definitely not making money on adoptions, okay? Yeah. <laughs> For a cat, it's the same thing. It's $85 if it's unaltered. If it's altered, it's $50 to actually um, surrender a pet to us so that we may find it a new home. Yeah, you know, and I see the um, ads, and I know, Max, you've seen them before, where it's like free pet to good home. Um, uh, is that a good way to do it? Um, definitely not. I actually spend a bit of my time on um, some of the online services like uh, Facebook Marketplace and Nextdoor and actually um, message people and say, please don't do that. Um, you don't know where that animal is going to go to. If you insist on trying to do it yourself, 
We always recommend that people go through a network of friends and relatives first. Um, there is a wonderful, um, there's a wonderful uh, program that Petco actually sponsors called Rehome. Um, all of the information is on our website under the resources and surrender page. But um, if they do it through Rehome, it doesn't cost the person that's like rehoming their pet any money, but someone will actually vet the people that are looking to adopt that pet so that you're sure that it's going to go into a suitable home. And the, they, they actually do charge a small fee, but that small fee actually goes to a local animal shelter. So it's a really a cool way to do it. But I don't recommend anybody just advertising them for free because some animals end up in animal testing facilities, whether that's for beauty products or drugs or whatever. And then even on more unsavory things like dog fighting and, you know, bait animals, things like that. So, no, not a good thing. To you know, do. that's something I hadn't even thought about. So I'm glad you brought that up. It's a terrible thing. More prevalent thing. in some areas of the country than others. I don't know the situation for sure in Maryland, but again, um, a shelter is not a bad place where it, we're not the dog pound. Um, <laughs> it's like that's how people always thought of it was these horrible places, and it's like I really think that we're just a big house of love. You know, you you mentioned the other side of that coin, and that's the people wanting to adopt the pro- the pets. What's the process there? I mean, I imagine you can't just drive up and you know and drop off. Do you- be able to and hopefully in the future you will be again but right now um, everything is by appointment so what we tell people to do is simply go to our website take a look at the animals that we currently have if you think there's one that you would like to meet please by all means fill out an application Um, what we do is we vet that application we do do background checks just so folks know Um, what kind of background check do you do like what would it you know we actually run a state background check Um, And what we're looking for is we're looking for violent offenses, we're looking for animal cruelty, we're looking for domestic abuse, we're looking for those types of things that that are red flags when it comes to adopting a pet. That's all. Um, We are not there to judge people and their lives. Um, And we work with people because, again, sometimes that picture-perfect home is not so perfect, and sometimes that home that you kind of go, gosh, I hope that works out, ends up being the best place on earth for that animal. How's COVID affected that process? Um, it's affected a lot. Um, we never closed. We actually never closed our shelter, and we figured it out very quickly. We completely pivoted, did a turnaround. We set up an electronic application process. We did, um, even for our spay, neuter, and wellness clinic, everything is drop-off and pick-up right now. But what people will do is they'll make an appointment with us, and we get back to them in 24 to 48 hours after that application is put in, so it's not a long wait. And we make an appointment for them to come in. And if they, they end up not adopting the pet that they think they wanted, that application will be active for 90 days. So if they see another pet that they would like, they have the opportunity to actually be able to come back again and see it. Animals are going quickly right now, and I'm sure that everyone's heard this nationwide, that adoptions are up. Um, adoptions are relatively even keel for us by comparison to last year, but considering the situation, it's phenomenal what is going on. Yeah, it's great because I was curious when uh, when COVID hit and people knew they weren't going to be leaving or traveling or even going to work. The demand to have a <laughs> companion must have increased. My, you know, now we are a year later. 
Um, my fear was, you know, as things start to, um, yeah. you know, demands pull people away from home more and they, they have to, you know, leave the home or financial struggles. Have you seen a an equal uh, rate in um, pets coming in or abandoning of, of pets, or has it stayed, uh, the demand stayed high for, for people housing these um, pets? The demand, the demand has stayed relatively high. Um, we're, we're holding our own when you look at last year's numbers. Um, we were afraid of the same thing. For a while, we were keeping some space in the shelter because we thought that there was going to be this influx of animals that never happened. And I think the support services that the community, not just us with like the Be More Kind Pet Food Bank, but almost every animal facility now has some sort of feeding program or assistance program to help people who, you know, may be struggling so that they can keep their animals. So Mm -hmm. I think all of that has really helped. I, too, thought that as people went back to work that we would see an influx of animals coming in, and so far that hasn't happened. Well, that's good to hear. Are you taking volunteers now? We are. We are. And how does that, what does that, how does that work? I can tell you. We're absolutely (laughs) thrilled and excited that we're recruiting new volunteers. Why, are you going to come volunteer for us? I already, uh, actually, I'm technically on your books already. I was trained in rabbit uh, handling. True story. To come back in and do the dog handling and the cat handling, um, and actually get out there and walk some dogs. I'd love that. I love that. And we got three hundred, almost three hundred beautiful acres out here to play on. I'm in your database. I'm going to sign up, Stephen, and we're going to go out there and walk dogs together. Okay. <laughs> I would actually come with you. That's great. <laughs> um, people need to again. It starts out online. Fill out that volunteer application. It's bemorehumane.org forward slash volunteer. That gets you where you need to go. And once that application is filled out, you're going to hear from our shelter director, Katie. Dixon, and she will get you set up for right now. It's an online orientation just about the shelter and the shelter practices. And then we bring you in one-on-one with a, um, an experienced volunteer or staff member who's actually going to train you. Um, so the process is a little bit slower. We can't do those group orientations like we used to. We can't have nearly as many people in the shelter as we used to. And we cap it off, and she's got it figured out so we can have a certain number of people in the cat area, dog area, small animal area at any given time. And then we also need um, volunteers for events, and we need volunteers, group volunteers. Like if you have a group of people, whether it's your office or it's a community group that wants to come out and do something, believe me, we can find things for you to do, whether that's helping out in the kennels or it's helping out with our landscaping or maintenance. It's like right now I could really use a crew of gardeners and weeders. Is there an age? Uh, is there an age limit on that? Um, actually, right now, and if I'm not mistaken, I want to say that the um, we have very young volunteers that come in with their parents. Hmm. We also have volunteers. I think you have to be at least 13 to be in at in the shelter on your own. Um, and then there are certain things that you can't do unless you're actually 16 years old. Okay. But well, yes, we do take young volunteers. Good. Now, that's a lot of things that you can do without using any money. Just donating your time is a big help to the organization there. Um, but in addition to that, they do need money. Um, money does make the wheels spin. Um, but you don't just ask for donations, although they're always accepted. You do a ton of events. And I know you do a lot of promotion, too, Kate. Can you share with us what kind of promotions you're doing coming up this spring that people can participate in? Um, we are crossing our fingers and hoping that um, our we have an event coming up on April 25th. 
It is a virtual live Zoom event, and it's an evening of magic and illusions with this incredible um, man named Adam Stone. You can actually go to Adam Stone Magic and see some of the things that he does. Uh, dinner will be uh, catered by La Cachara right to your home. You will learn how to make homemade pizza with their chefs. Um, we've got a gentleman from Cane Collective, which is the specialty syrups for cocktails, that's going to be mixing up some Tito's vodka cocktails. And we also give you the Tito's to do your own, mm. as well as a mocktail, mm-hmm. um, because we want this family friendly. So not only are you going to get pizza, you're going to get salad, you're going to get dessert, you're going to hang out on the couch, you're going to watch a great show. And 100% of those proceeds actually come to the shelter. So that's a really, really cool event. And we're excited to do it. Although, Again, we do kind of hope it might be our last virtual event because come the following month, uh, we are going to, and I, I say the following week, really, May 1st, we are going to be doing um, our Plants for Paws plant sale. And we have a wonderful, um, a wonderful person who has come forward and has propagated close to 2,000 plants for us. And so we will be doing heirloom vegetables, herbs, Hanging baskets, perfect for Mother's Day, and we're going to be at Hunt Valley Town Center as well as Cory Lake at Greenspring on May 1st from 10 to 2 p.m. Best part is you can pre-order for pickup right from our website. Well, then can it, give us your website again because I know that's a lot of information for people to remember. Can you let us know how to get in touch with you to get that list of information and also to reach out? What's the website? Um, website is simply be more, B-M-O-R-E, humane. H-U-M-A-N-E dot O-R-G. And once you get there, there's going to be tabs right at the top. Click on events. That's going to bring up the calendar. That will bring up information and a connection to all of the forms or anything that you need to get to, to get where you need to go. Kate, how about also, Annette, you guys have beautiful grounds out there. It's big, beautiful property out there. What is the address as well? Address is 1601 Nicodemus Road, and that's Reisterstown, Maryland. 21136. And if people want to come out and actually see that property with or without a dog, next week we're going to start our um, second Sunday hikes. And yes, we know it's the third Sunday, okay? Uh, we had some circumstances beyond our control this, this Sunday. We couldn't do it, so we pushed it to next Sunday. But it's the second Sunday of every month. We have a guided hike that goes over some of the places on our property. We try to gear those hikes to the people that actually. Um, want to come out and do it, we have them pre-sign up. We ask for a $2 donation. It's not required um, for each dog that comes out, but it's a great way to meet fellow dog lovers, be in the great outdoors. It's a fun time. That's great, Kate. And, you know, you've been a great guest. We never get to all the information we want to. So for more information, <laughs> please follow up with uh, Kate at BeMoreHumane.org. You can always give us a call as well at 443-743-2444. We'll connect you with Kate and all the good friends over there at Baltimore Humane Society. Kate, have a fantastic rest of your day. Um, Thanks again for sharing that information with us. Thank you, Kate. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. Understanding CBD with Max and Stephen on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. 
Welcome back, everyone, to Understanding CBD. Hello, Max Sobel. Hello, Steve Wallman. It's now time for our own Top Gun, Doc G. That's Bender, Dr. Benjamin Gonzalez from a medical director of Atlantis Medical Wellness Center. Doc, we're all ears for you this week. What's happening, buddy? What do you got for us? Another day in paradise. I, first of all, I appreciate, um, I want to say thank you for allowing me to, um, for interviewing me last week. It was, uh, it was a pleasure doing that. Oh, yeah, we had so much good feedback from that show. Thank you. Yeah, we really you answer, want to thank you. you. A ton and of as questions. always, Doc, there's more questions to answer, so. Always questions. <laughs> well, I am Dr. Ben Gonzalez, and this is Dr. G's Corner. You know, this week, I was handed today's discussion on a silver platter by two patients. They are independent patients of mine I saw on the same day. Both are overweight and smokers. They came to me about three months ago for weight loss. Each of them expressed fear of quitting smoking because they thought they would gain the weight, um, they would gain the weight back because it happened to them in the past. Both started metabolic repair weight loss programs with me, and one is a pre-diabetic, and the other one was being treated for high blood pressure each with smoking addiction and food addiction issues. And because of those addictions, I recommended a full-spectrum CBD to help alleviate those addictive patterns. I've talked about in the past about how CBD can help with addictive behavior. Well, one decided to start the CBD, and the other had fears of CBD based on the myth that CBD was marijuana. That is simply not true. So each of these individuals began a metabolic repair weight loss program almost at the same time. The first one we'll call him Bill, started the full-spectrum CBD, and the second one, who we'll call Bob, did not begin CBD. Fast forward a little over three months, and I saw them both on the same day this week for their three-month checkup. Bob, the pre-diabetic who did not use the CBD, said he was struggling to make some of the basic changes. In fact, he had lost little weight, and his pre-diabetes condition changed into a full diabetic state. We're talking about starting on some diabetes medications. Now, Bill, on the other hand, handed me today's talk on a silver platter. He had lost weight, and he had cut down his smoking from three-quarters of a pack daily to a few cigarettes on the weekend. Here's the silver platter. He said, he said to me, he said, uh, Dr. Gonzalez, at first I followed your diet suggestions and started cutting down smoking, but I didn't think the CBD was doing anything for me, so I stopped. I stopped the CBD. When I stopped, I found it harder to make the right choice to stop junk food and eating and, and putting away the cigarettes. I'd started the CBD up again thinking that was what was helping me lose weight, but I'd noticed it was easier to make the right choices. I really think the CBD helps me make the right choices. Now, let me repeat that last phrase he said. He said, I really think the CBD helped me make the right choices. Now, Bill lost 25 pounds in those three months. His blood pressure has improved, and we're now talking about decreasing the dose of his two blood pressure medications he is on. And that is a different conversation than I had with Bob just an hour before. This is a powerful concept. I use CBD in medicine and in my practice not to cure medical conditions. Rather, I recommend CBD to help decrease inflammation in the body, to soften some of those destructive patterns of behavior, and to give the individual the tools to make the better choices in health. All with the full understanding that, this, that it is safe and has no hallucinatory properties. So if you have any questions concerning the use of CBD for addictive behavior, smoking, alcohol, 
prescription or illicit drugs or any other medical issue, you can call my clinic at 301-622-2722 to set up a telephone appointment, and I'll be happy to answer your questions. And and you can also direct message me on Instagram as well. And just search Ben Gonzalez underscore MD. That's B-E-N-G-O-N-Z-A-L-E-Z underscore MD. Well, guys, um, I like it when uh, patients hand me the silver platter. Yeah, well, you do a great job there. And it's just another question. If someone already has a physician that they're working with, but they're not educated on CBD, um, can they have their physician call you? Or oh, how does that work? 100%. That's one of my favorite things to do is work with other physicians to get them uh, just to introduce the, the concept of what CBD actually is and, and try to break away those myths. And Can you give us your phone number one more time? You bet. It's 301-622-2722. And if you're a physician listening, um, just let them know you're a physician at the front desk and they'll, they'll hook you up with me. Perfect. Thanks again, Doc G. Have a great rest of your day. And I uh, look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks, Doc. We'll be right Take back care, with uh, Mail Sack. Mail Sack. more of Understanding CBD with Max and Steven on Talk Radio 680 WCBM. Yeah. Welcome back, friends. This is the final segment that we call... Mail Sack! You've got mail. Yep. You know, every Sunday, Stephen, we're here building the bridge between people and cannabis, and this is what we do. Um, folks, this is where we get to talk a little bit about our own company, Max and Stevens. But before we get to that, um, Steve, you've got a quick update about what we have in store for next week. Yes, next week we have a great guest. Uh, he's called the, known as the Spock of Cannabis. The Spock of Cannabis. Darwin Williams. And we're bringing him to you because he's going to discuss uh, consumer safety, safe manufacturing of CBD products, a little behind the scenes. This guy's an expert, so um, make sure you stay tuned next week also. Yeah, very cool, very mm-hmm. cool. All right, so let's talk about what happened this week. Um, I shared a little funny story with you, right? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, it was our pet episode, and you mentioned you talked to Shorty Rossi from the, uh, the Pit Boss. He has he runs a pit bull rescue, and I've been waiting to hear, what did you guys talk about? How'd that go? Right, so for those of you that don't know, it's Shorty Rossi. He's the former uh, star, I guess he's currently the star of Animal Planet's Pit Boss. Yeah, he's a friend, actually. Yeah. It's kind of cool. He calls me, and, you know, mm-hmm. Shorty's a good dude. You guys are friends. We're, we're friends, you know. It's, it's He's a good dude, and, you know, mm-hmm. we, we've, uh, we've had him on the show, as we mentioned earlier. He did an entire show with us and, and told us what you know how he uses our product for his animals and such. But he gave me a call because um, uh, he he had an issue where he's got a uh, a new a new dog that he brought into his rescue, and the dog was uh, very traumatized and very very abused. Um, um, it's it's very difficult as he described it to get something within the dog's mouth. So he's trying to give the dog some of our CBD product, but he can't put it in the dog's mouth because n- the dog won't let anybody near its mouth. It's just so traumatized. So his question was, how do I use it? You know, in in those situations, would you advise? Because that's a tough situation. It's a tough one, right? But it's you know, it's not dissimilar to, to what I have to do for at least one of my dogs. <laughs> so one of my dogs is not very keen about getting it in his mouth. Sometimes Rufus is a little you know particular mm-hmm. that way. So what I recommend is you put it on a treat. You can let the dog actually eat it. So. So um, I said, do you have any, you know, soft treats or anything like that? You know, ideally some sort of fatty food mm. that it can mix with. Well, Shorty told me that he's got some dog-approved peanut butter that he uses, 
perfect vehicle, right? The only thing I really mentioned That's to him, good. yeah, and the only thing I mentioned him differently is in that situation, because the dog physically has to digest it, maybe you can give a tiny bit more. So if you were only giving a drop, maybe try two drops, something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's good advice. But the other thing is that, um, you know, I also reminded him that a lot of these dogs that they come in in an abusive way and they actually have sores and, you know, they have muscle problems and, 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 and uh, inflammation in their joints. So I reminded him that you can use it topically. So he's got um, one of his dogs, Mario, there, uh, apparently has some topical issues or rather some inflammation issues. So I reminded him that he can use the, the product topically on there. Oh, okay. And the other, the coolest thing about that conversation is that Shorty is such a fan and such a supporter of us that he proactively uses our product and talks about our product and promotes our product. And he asked if we could put up uh, two things, really. Um, his first and, and major request and ask was that he wanted a pet-specific page because we have our maxandstevens.com mm -hmm. where we talk about all different uses, but we don't specifically target pets, although there is some information there. So we're going to put up a pet-specific landing page um, co-branded with Shorty and we're going to announce it to you guys soon. Okay. Yeah, that's good. That, that'll be helpful for everyone with pets because we get that question so much. Yeah. Um, we do have a caller on the line, and I want to make sure we can get to Frank from the Eastern Shore. Frank, uh, you got about uh, 30 seconds. Um, we would happy to hear your story. What's happening, Frank? That's about all I need. You fellows may remember me from about 10 months ago. I was telling you about my adult children with the severe handicaps. Yeah, yes. yeah, absolutely, yep. Frank. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just picked my granddaughter up, and, and I was giving uh, this CBD to my grandchildren. Um, for, for reasons uh, that they needed it, and I won't go any further. But I haven't seen this particular granddaughter in near 10 or 12 months. I picked her up Friday night. We had our hellos, got in the car, and the first words out of her mouth were, Pop, Pop, I love you, and then just as fast said, Do you still have the oil that calms me down? Wow. <laughs> Eight years old, my friends. So that makes her like six and a half when she last had this. Wow. And this child recognizes what it does for her. Wow, that's amazing. Yes, indeed. And I, I, there's more, but we don't have no time. Yeah, we'll have to get you back on the show, Frank, when we have some more time. But I appreciate you letting us know because that feedback lets um, the listeners know that are people that are hesitant to try it. Um, it's the know. real deal, folks. Get it. You're doing yourself a grave, grave disservice by not well, using CBD. Well, and thank I am not a paid promoter, believe me. Thank you, Frank. That's right, Frank. That's right, Frank. We appreciate that again. Um, we want to thank everyone that has participated in today's episode. Kate, you were a great guest. Um, as always, we wish you get more. Thank you for doing what you do for all the animals in Baltimore. Your compassion is just admirable, and, and thanks for being out there and promoting it. Um, Dr. Benj Gonzalez, a great story today uh, and the comparison of someone using CBD and not using CBD. People always want to hear um, clinical studies, but uh, they say write off anecdotal information. This is the information that's valuable. These people aren't paid to do anything. They're trying to survive. They're trying to make their life better. And Doc G is helping them. And this is a perfect story to bring in. So thank you for telling that. And even in Frank's case, a lot of people don't know that it's great for children and it helps children. And it's you should really consider it as a tool. Yeah. It's not intoxicating. Not going to get you high. And, right. you know, just just uh, you know, we're helping to change this paradigm here. And you need to listen and open up and, and, and listen to what's going on. So we really want to thank also you listeners for listening. Um, and I can't um, help but also thank Eric Stamper. Uh, and the Veterans Initiative 22. I want to make sure um, if you guys aren't in Baltimore and you, you um, are around the world because our, our podcast does go anywhere, do a look up for a veteran uh, support uh, organization locally. See what you can do to help our veterans, um, especially um, now, as, a, as always. They really need help. And while you're at it, searching for local, um, just because we have the Baltimore Humane Society here in Baltimore, Maryland, doesn't mean that you don't have a humane society 
or a similar organization local to you. So that's important too. So if you want to help out on the pet front, make sure you look into that. Yeah, and we and also one of the questions we forgot to ask her is the differentiate between the National Humane Society and yeah. they do a lot of lobbying, fundraising, and things like that, but they don't actually take pets. So it's a different organization. And uh, and and Kate's advice when we did ask her in the pre-interview was look local. So I'm glad you mentioned that. Yeah, look local, adopt local, and make sure that you also do your homework and make sure it's a credible uh, a credible association. Also, there's uh, services like Charity Navigator. I think that's a good one to use. Let's take a second also and thank our sponsors. That's us, Max and Stevens Premium Hemp Extracts. Why don't you hop on to www.maxandstevens.com, and we'd love for you to pick up a bottle or a couple bottles for yourself, for your loved one, for a friend, perhaps for your pets. Pets love it. Children love it. It's helpful for them. Um, you know, you can visit us um, also, uh, sorry, phone number, call or text us, 443-743-2444. You can call or text us anytime. You can also email us at hello at maxandstevens.com. You know, Stephen, we don't mention this often enough. Do you rem- you folks should know that we plant a tree for every bottle sold. Plant a tree? We plant a tree for every bottle sold. Every single bottle we, we are, sell. We are partnered with a, also in, uh, a nonprofit organization that plants trees on the continent of Africa. Um, and what we are required to provide is a report of how many bottles we've sold and that we plant the equivalent number of trees every single quarter. That's right. We report every quarter. We plant those trees, and uh, trees help with the soil. We also have some other guests coming up this this uh, this month or next month that are going to talk about the richness in soil and how important that is. For... Dr. Alan Williams, I'm very excited about that. That's, a, that's actually really, really interesting, so you'll get to learn a little bit about the soil. Just a reminder, everybody, all these episodes are available on www.understandingcbd.com. You can also use any podcast software that you want and search for Understanding CBD with Max and Stevens. Um, what can I say? What a show. We love pets. Thank you, Dr. G. Thank you, Stephen. Um, we'll see you next week with Darwin. That's right. The Spock of Cannabis. Darwin Miller. I had to look up his name. <laughs> okay. Darwin Miller. Yes. Looking forward to that. Thank you, everybody. God bless you. Have a good week. 